This is Simon Transparently Awakening the heart of humanity As we see beyond the lies And open our eyes to realize This is our time to rise Welcome everyone to another podcast And thank you all for tuning in And I just want to say before we begin A deep gratitude to you because you are probably a regular listener to the Simon Transparently podcast. So I just want to acknowledge you for being here and know that I'm really creating these conversations to really spread awareness and open our hearts to new potentials, new perspectives, new ideas of how we can evolve together as a, as a global community. So with that in mind, it's perfect today that I'm sitting with a friend I haven't seen for some years now. He was also uh, a co-writer in the Self Love Now book that many of you have uh, been exploring. And it's Miguel. Hey, Miguel. Hey, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to be here with you. Mm, Thank you so much. So we are sat here on Miguel's and his partner's beautiful land called Gravito. And I met Miguel uh, six years ago now, hosting a retreat here. And I was really, yeah, just touched. I remember Miguel inviting me on a men's uh, walk and we went on a a little men's journey. And I've always been inspired by his wisdom. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, we haven't been able to come back for a few years. And then there was the big fires here. And here we are, coming to say hi. So, Miguel, I know we could talk about many things. And thank you for giving me some of your time today. Um, but yeah, how are you feeling in this moment? What's, a, what's alive in you in this moment? Well, in this moment, just as you started speaking, um, there's um, my awareness goes to how we, how we are transforming, how we must transform, how we must morph, uh, all of us, uh, even the ones that have done inner work for years and years and years, if we want to make it in this uh, in this world and and uh, and really change the paradigm and uh, really evolve, we all have to uh, have the humility to know that we have to change, to shift, and to modify something very deeply inside of ourselves. And um, and that part, I would say, it's not especially a human part; it's an earth part. It's, um, it's what makes us know and be Earth. And it's the rising intelligence, the rising intelligence of Mother Earth and how we can be receptive and in tune with that and how that can move our decisions and our way to perceive things and rely on this new rising intelligence more than the... The, the higher mind that we've been working on for, for many years and we may, we may have many insights, let's say downloads from the higher mind but there is, a, there is a depth of knowing that comes from the rising earth intelligence and uh, moving into, uh, into this receptivity and this, um, this uh, awareness somehow is creating conditions, um, I would say, uh, almost cellular condition to to make that transformation, to make that shift, to make that 
uh, realignment to be able to perceive and to to start knowing from from another place and to be able to embody that voice of earth that we've kind of been a part of mm. uh, yeah and and often not heard yeah the voice of the earth yeah speak to me a little about how that came into your being because i know you've been in touch with the land for a long time but i'd love i'd love you to share for the listeners a little bit of your you know how you've come to to being here mm-hmm. being into regenerative culture being into you know deep listening yeah i'd love just to give a little if you'd be happy to do that just you know as yeah. what, what sort of weaved you up into this point of really this being more receptive and working with the land so um i have to talk about a little bit about how life orchestrates itself and how um different little experience that i had in my life always brought me and bro- brings us to this moment mm-hmm. of of knowing and 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 reflecting on on these subjects you're talking about and uh, there are there are moments of of transformation that in in life through um uh, through trauma through through pain through love stories through the experience of uh, of uh, ecstasy uh, medicine uh, many experiences are, are brought together and are linked together and they they shape they shape us in a, in a way that makes us more and more aware i wouldn't say that uh, i particularly have something that is different i'd say i'm part of this um, wave in this this um current that is coming to earth for the moment mm. and i'm a good soil for this so it can it can act through me mm. let's say and uh, and there was there was a few experiences that really modified me in a, in a in a deep way one of them was when i was very young and it was an out of body experience that really changed the way i perceive things the way i perceive death and the way i I, I I relate to the world somehow, and uh, uh, that was a very a strong moment in my life when I was uh, about seventeen, eighteen, I would say, and um, and it came out of the blue. I wasn't prepared. I didn't know anything about spirituality or meditation or anything like that, and I had a very strong out of body experience, not being on drugs or anything like that. It just happened in a moment of intense conversation with a friend, and um, and what happened to me? I I stepped into a space of instant knowing, and instant seeing. And uh, I was out of my body. I could see my body down in the room, and uh, and I had um, an, a very strong realization at that moment of uh, the the matrix and the fiber of things, mm. and how how things are weaved together, and and then it took me years and years to integrate that. And I couldn't understand it, and that's really that's what started my path, really. Mm. And that's how I got interested in the various things that I'm doing now. 
and like community, like regeneration, like meditation, like lots of uh, work, sh shamanic work and all that. And then there was um, um, many various events, but one of the strong one was the, the fire of 2017, which was like um, a real awakener for, for me and for, for some of us here. And, and just uh, to share for people listening, that's, we're, we're talking about the fires that swept across Portugal. We're in Portugal right now. And um, yeah, Miguel continued, but Miguel was, land was in the heart of that. So. Yes. So what, what happened really is that uh, there was uh, the whole valley where we are got burnt. And we kind of escaped and we had a little island of green in the middle of a, a, a dark, devastated uh, landscape. And, um, and the experience of seeing the fire was, uh, was very potent, very, very powerful and magnificent in many ways. And um, at that time I had to leave because I was uh, hosting a group and I had 16 women here. I had to move them away from the site and leave everything here and bring the family and our animals and everything. And when, uh, when we left, we had to leave for two days. And during these two days, I basically let go of everything I created. And I was ready to come back and have nothing. And um, we were at the stage, me and my partner, that we thought, okay, we're going to be traveling around again and uh, be volunteering from one project to another because we, we have, we've lost everything. And, uh, and to our surprise, when we came back, our house was still there and there was like this little island around uh, that was protected. And we realized what the fire, that the fire turned around our land and stopped in very specific uh, places, which were the places uh, where we'd, we'd done protection lines with salt and with intention and with the drum, to, which was not really made for the fire. It was made to hold space and to create uh, a protection for a group of uh, women that were coming and they were pregnant ladies and we wanted to create a safe environment around them and uh, have no disturbance so we created those lines with salt and the fire stopped on those lines and that was uh, there was a sudden uh, wow uh, a bit of a shock and realization that the fire had done that and it really matched the image of the fire when I saw the fire all, all at once and just before leaving which was this sense of like magnificence, this sense of sentientness this sense of like the fire is a is a life intelligent being an awesome being and uh, somehow how to, how how could I reconciliate that mm. with the devastation that was happening? And uh, in, it took a while. I, I walked the land, the burnt land around, singing to the land and crying. And, uh, and as, as this was happening, there was many things that were shifting in me. I felt like the fire had swept out layers of unnecessary stuff that I was still carrying. Mm. And that shock that it brought to me 
was um, was almost like an initiation or like um, a cleanse, like mm-hmm. as as the fire is a, the power, has that power of cleansing, and uh, and but the major thing that happened is it softened me mm-hmm. in a, in a big way, and I started to sense much more the land in a. In a, in, a, in, a, in a very specific way that I didn't know about before. And I started to really feel the land and feel the, feel the land like if it was my own, my own being. And instead of just feeling myself in my own bubble, I could feel myself on the edge of the landscape. And I could feel that I was so connected with her. And... And that brought a lot of crying, mm. a lot of emotion, mm. a lot of, uh, and these emotions, they were, they were powerful, they were cleansing, they were cleansing pathways in me. And, um, and then somehow there was, after that, a beautiful orchestration of meeting people and situations that were accelerated. And I found myself more in a situation where I was more involved with permaculture and started retraining in permaculture, even though I'd already started a project with Nico and Sarah at the time that we, we, uh, we started uh, Rewild the Future, where we, we were cutting eucalyptus, inoculating them with, uh, with mushrooms, and, uh, but all that done. So at the time... We uh, the fire happened. I really moved into the feeling the land, understanding the land, and 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 finding a response in myself, mm. uh, finding this responsibility, right, to steward the land, to take care. Yeah, and to to, to you know, I am here. I'm 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 in this place. What? How can I be of service for mm. for this situation? Uh, what can what can I bring? And somehow the, the, the groups and the people I was involved with, uh, there was a, an, an acceleration, exponential acceleration of meetings and, and situation that made me restart a journey of learning and studying. So I started studying much more botany and agroforest and syntropic agriculture and permaculture and a water retention scheme. And I got very, very much involved with uh, all Portuguese organization like Reflorestar Portugal. Uh, also, I got very involved with, um, with Tamera mm-hmm. and um, and with um, people that were influential in my in my growth at the time, like Mauricio Unman and um, and uh, a few different Brazilian syntropic teachers that uh, came here and did some courses here, where we started doing different implementation of projects here, and then from then on, the last three or four years, we Govito has grown into becoming uh, a regenerative laboratory. Mm-hmm where we started studying systems, studying how to, how to work the soil, how to regenerate the soil, working with, um, with succession and, and stratas and, and biodiversity and syntropic system of, of uh, intense planting, very close planting, working with the mycelium lines, uh, various, various things. And we did, we did a, a big water retention 
project, creating terraces and nine ponds and working with key lines. And um, wow. So this this it's, has it's complex and deep. Huh? It's it's gone yeah. into every every area, which probably wasn't focused, wouldn't have been as focused on, had the experience happened, right? The synchronistic mm -hmm. experience of the fires, mm -hmm. the potential devastation. Yeah. yeah. So that's the sort of the physical manifestation of an inner movement that started occurring within, and I think this inner movement has generated different meetings and. Especially, uh, I would say one of the things that is very potent in my life is the, the continuation of my shamanic work and uh, the, the grounding of the, the work with the circle. Yes, that's why that's I want. Been, yeah, I want you to speak about that, and I want you to also. Yeah, I want you to share just a little before. Yeah, move on to the circle, and I'd love you to also share that there's there's not only alliances, but there's now real because many people that are hearing these podcasts sometimes this idea of regeneration community coming together sharing our resources gifts and skills like really really birthing a new civilization right it's, it sounds big but like that's really happening and and you mentioned just the other day to me about those i can't remember how many it was but there's some key projects in this area that are really really working together and just just a little piece yeah. on that just to, for inspiration and then we move into the circle work which i with the masculine and the feminine for sure There is, um, well, in Portugal, we have uh, a beautiful organization called Innovation for the Future. And within that, there are different, uh, different other organizations that are all part of that. And this is really the building of a new culture, like, like you're, you're saying. And it's not a, a reactive culture to a, to a system that we don't believe in anymore. It's, um, it's, it's definitely a post-capitalist culture that is uh, rising for the moment, but that, I think, roots itself in a different paradigm and a different energetic paradigm. Um, uh, I would say it all starts with resonance mm. and, and uh, with presence and um, a, a real cellular shift of how to be with oneself and with the with the environment, right. with, the, with, the, with each other. And, and, and I think that culture is rising from there. It's not rising as an alternative to, to the system that we're in, but it's rising because it's, it's, it's time. Mm. It's, it's birthing time. And it's a co-creative culture. I get a smile on my face when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and be, because of that, there's... Uh, I think that's being recognized by a lot of us. And we, as we realize that we can start to embody this new way of being and speak about it and, and start to incarnate that voice, that new voice within ourselves, we, we're starting to meet by synchronicity the people that uh, meet that voice and, that rec and we recognize each other. And there's almost this telepathic effect that is happening that we don't have to really explain everything, but we, we know, we know, we understand. And by every time we have this meeting, it's almost like an atonement, a, a, a readjusting of our energy. We empower each other because we've landed, we've grounded the knowing and the awareness of this 
this this becoming. Yes, beautiful. And that that that, that is something that uh, that I see a lot here. Beautiful. I see the rising of that culture in Portugal, and. Um, and it's popping, it's popping now, it's popping around yeah. the world. It's like, I love how you describe it. It's this, yeah, attunement, this resonant field that, that it's not required, required of loads of talk. It's just a deeper knowing and becoming. I just wanted to repeat those words you said because that is then as within, so without. It's like it's birthing from within us. It's almost, you know, consciousness is working through us as the conduits. If we've done a, you know, a level of, let's say, expanded awareness, um, introspection, as you spoke about earlier, to even welcome that through, no? Mm. To even, like, to be a yes to that. But it's also not necessarily a conscious choice. It's not like we wake up tomorrow and say that, is it? It's like you say, it's just... It's, it's, it's finding the beings that are already... I'm just... This is just coming now, open to receive it. Yeah, like like I was saying, you know, it's it's like... it's. We are, as we are regenerating, we are, we almost like, we are already the soil. We already contain all the seeds for this to be, to be activated. And this, what is coming, the light that maybe the quality of the light is different mm -hmm. and activates our cells in a different way, makes them vibrate differently. So we access a, a, an, an other type of seeing, mm -hmm. of perceiving. And as we all move into this, um, there's an extreme joy that is rising because we recognize that in each other. And, and it feels like all our lives and maybe the purpose of us being on this planet is for this. Beautiful. And um, the birds are going wild here as well. They're getting a bit more, they're, getting, they're singing with us. They're singing with you. But it's lovely how you describe it. It's so beautiful because that, and I love what you said earlier, this is not even about a, a, you know, a reactive response to like, this system must end and it's not a conflict. It's not a battle, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing from you. This, mm -hmm. is, this is a surrendering to what is birthing regardless. Mm -hmm. And this is, yeah, why we're here to allow that through. Yeah, it's, it's something really beautiful in the way you just described it. It feels very soft and, mm -hmm. and allowing. And I, I've been saying for quite some time <clears throat> that I'm interested in regenerative humans because we talk about regenerate, regenerating the soil and so on. And I'm like, yeah, and at the same time, we humans are regenerating because we are not separate from. So maybe that weaves us in nicely to you to talk about the, yeah. the circle work, no? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely, and, and I think the more we start to perceive that uh, we, are, we are completely integrated in nature, we are completely in nature, we are nature. So when the spring is happening, the spring is happening with, within ourselves. It's not like we observe and we are inside it as, as, as a separate being. We are the spring that is rising. And, and that's... Uh, it's it's very important that we uh, we we acknowledge and we t we take part in that sense. We we give ourselves back to to earth mm -hmm. in that way because everything that we see when we see the birds, when we see the wind, when we hear the river, when we look at this little lizard there on the on the stone that for the moment, mm -hmm. this is really what we are. This is what we we are made of, and we need to re see the language of the earth. And um, the paradigm is shifting. 
and there, there we've been living in a, in in, a, in times where we were so separate. Everything in our culture yeah. made us uh, like almost like an alien on the planet. Yeah, the belief that we're completely separate from everything else, and and somehow that could be we, that we're finding another another place where we are we are realizing that we are much more than just a, a human part right and that's also interesting because we find that um, in science these these uh, discoveries are, are being made constantly about about us and what we are made of and when we really think about the fact that we are mainly made of water right. and that water is a sentient being right. and that she moves is to us and she connects everything that uh, surrounds us she's in stone she's in the air she's in the fire she's the she's the connector she's the she's she's the, the first medicine mm. and already that and then all the other bits of life and microorganisms are living in you your microbiome and everything that's not human that's just pure life it's just pure life so you're made of life you're made of nature mm. and there's a little part of humanness in there of mm. course which is makes you unique and everything but all this all all this if we re-acknowledge this But actually, even all of nature is purely unique anyway, right? When we look everywhere, everything, every butterfly, every lizard, no, no one thing is the same. That's right. Like when, we really, when we really tune into that and open our real eyes, I call it the real eyes, and realize, we open our real mm -hmm. eyes and realize mm -hmm. that actually we are that interconnected being and that we are gods in the flesh and that we are, um, as you said, we are elementals. We are all elements. The bone, the earth, the it's, it's all, it's, it's mm -hmm. actually kind of... It's kind of funny because it's there for plain sight, but for whatever reason, that yeah. that connection was was uh, was, was cut, was severed somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, who, you know, I'm sure there's many theories of why and where, and we could, you know, we yeah, could talk about that. That's another conversation, yeah. exactly. But like the but bringing that in again, which is so beautiful, that when we talk about circle work and we talk about coming together in circle, and <clears throat> one of the things that. Miguel is very passionate about his men's circle as well, as, as am I, and women's circle. We're not taking away that. And then the merge of both circles. But, but this idea of really the circle itself is it, it holds, it embraces all of what you're saying as well. It is nature now, the, the cyclical mm -hmm. nature, mm -hmm. the circle. There's no beginning, no end. Mm -hmm. And I love when I open a circle, I have to say, what created the circle? And people are sometimes like, oh, you know, this, this that and the other. And I say, fire. Mm -hmm. Fire created the circle because fire was what how beings, humans used to come together. They come together around the fire, mm -hmm. and they would talk and they would share an intimacy mm -hmm. with birth. So I don't know. You can you can weave I, from I, there, but that was this is very. Uh, <laughs> of course, this is my 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 field of of interest. Um, I I really what you mentioned about the fire and about the circle speaks to me because of its simplicity and, and because the accuracy of, um, of perception that, that we need to have right now. We need to realize that fire is much more than what it is and that a circle is much more than what it is. There is, there is uh, divine sacred geometry within the, within the circle. It's an ancient form and actually to be able to morph and to be modified 
and to be structurally changed to arrive to a place of clairsentience and telepathy and merging with the divine and with nature, we need to um, go back to certain mm. basics like uh, the circles. It's an ancient tool that was given us by um, our indigenous cultures and from, from our ancestors and we need to get back into honoring that mm. and making that bridge with them, making that bridge to the future and the past through the process of the circle. Mm. The circle is a portal. The circle is a way for us to have the ability to connect to collective consciousness and also to arrive to a place where we are in um, we are placed in in a condition and and supported by the others to embody the voice of spirit and have the this uh, learning where we learn trust and where we learn courage where we learn how to how to become that voice, how to see that that voice is not something personal, but that mm. is something that is floating and that is coming and that will, will take place in that body and then in this body, and it's the same voice. And to, uh, to be able to become more and more fluid and that this doesn't become like a wow shamanic thing, but that becomes like part of our ordinary normal culture mm. that we meet in circle and we speak from 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 spirit yeah from that embodied space yes and then we were through the process of that you uh, you mentioned something really important the fire whether the fire is in the center or in the center of ourselves it's a very important it's a very important part like our indigenous ancestors always said fire is you know it's our first ancestor it's really as men um, there is something very special about the connection between man and fire and the fire really helps us reaching that deep space the Buddha space the, the, the deep home uh, awareness power mm. of being grounded being, being aligned being in that in that in that sovereign space mm. of being a man mm -hmm. and and that space is power it's full power and it comes from the from having been in trust in vulnerability to to start embodying that space and i think it's it's and i i, I feel and i and i and i we talked a lot about it with many people from many different cultures and it really feels like the fire is is a big teacher that we need to welcome in the men's circle mm. and we need to listen to the fire and spend time with the fire and grow the fire within ourselves because one of the roles as men is to hold fire and therefore to hold space mm. and to hold uh, sacred space, to hold safe space for the, the sacred feminine to be be contained and to rise from there yeah. and then as to, man to feel the trust actually yes. to offer the space of trust exactly and then from that space where we are holding and we are we are embodied in the in our 
inner fire. Mm. It's from that space that we can receive the, the emanation of, of the sacred feminine. Mm. And, and therefore, being, like I said yesterday, be uh, reformed or modified. Yeah, modified. By, I love by that word the, you use, modified, exactly. By this, by this emanation. Yeah, and we were speaking, yeah, and you said something, what did, did you say what Pat McCabe had mentioned about the, the fire now as well? It's like, it's welcoming in that, um, that fire, as you said, so that the, the, the sacred feminine, the feminine within us, but also the female body beings, you know, they have the trust to really embody fully that, uh, the water as well, no? Mm-hmm. And, the, and what we were calling the unconditional love. And that when we, as men, are in service to that, not from weakness, not from, you know, we're less than, but actually giving ourselves in service to support and, uh, and enable the, the, the female body beings and the divine sacred feminine to have voice, to, to express, to, to fully, to fully um, uh, yeah, to fully expand, express and shine. Mm. Yeah. So one of the, and I don't remember, he was, he was from uh, Pat or, or Fran Ladona, who's, who mentioned uh, that there was some, um, some messages that were received from circles of elders that were saying, as men, we need to learn how to be with fire and, um, and women need to... Uh, relearn how to sing to the water. Sing to the same thing. And, and this is this is a really important uh, basic transformation for for all of us. When we say singing to the water, we, we have to understand all the all the levels of of this, all the the elements of uh, of undercurrent knowledge that is in that sentence to sink to the water the water is 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 almost like a liquid crystal it it can hold the memory it assembles itself to hold an intention from from um, that it receives so when you sing it's like a prayer it's like you're you're giving out an intention you're restructuring the water to hold that intention. So singing to the water, singing to spring, is having a, a physical and spiritual effect that will lead all the way through the sea. And, and so, so singing to the water is not just singing to the water, it's a very powerful, it's one of the most powerful things you can do because as you're doing it, you affect all the water in your body. And in, because you are, we are more than 70% water, right. that affects our resonance yes. and what, what, what we are made of. And the crystal, we're crystalline, it's crystalline waters. That's it, that's it. So that, that's, it's, a very, it's a very potent sentence to sink to the water. It's got a lot of depth into it. The same as the man to be with fire. It's, a, it's, a, it's knowing what... Um, what is primordial in us, mm. what, is, what is within the void, yeah. within the silence, within that space, the, 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 the real essence of man. Mm. And from that space, 
we can receive. Yeah. We can receive the the sacred feminine. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's beautifully, beautifully expressed. And I'm, and as I'm, I'm, as you're speaking, I'm being reconnected to a friend of mine who does that. She's a, I call her a witch, but uh, she's a, uh, she sings to the waters, and you know the relationship she has to to water within us. Everything, no. If she says even when we when we kiss another being or we share our liquids in any way, sweat, everything is is intelligence, and and it's and the way that we communicate that. And she the water she drinks, she prays to. She has water that she's collected from different parts of the um, uh, the globe, and she she prays to it. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the level we're we're talking about, right? It's like mm-hmm. that deep reverence for the intelligence. Actually, what I'm hearing is the magic, the intelligence in the subtle, in the space between, in that which we can't even see and fully comprehend with the mind and the, and the limited, uh, you know, beliefs that we've accumulated. To actually open to the cosmic intelligence, mm-hmm. the, the pure wonder of being of like how we're even here how the heart pulsates and beats and and the space in between what we think we're looking at you know as i look down there towards the tree or the teepee but like all this intelligence that is is in the space mm-hmm. and that's that's what i receive as you're talking it's like that's what we're playing with that's that that's very true um i like the 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 paradox of uh extreme beauty and intelligence and extreme simplicity coexisting the work of staying with the water and working with the fire and working with the circle seem to be very simple but they are keys to unlock deep uh, multi-dimensional intelligence mm-hmm. that is is in, is in there in, right. this intelligence is the uh, is earth is the earth it's the medicine of the earth and if we want to be in this ecosystem, in this to be with Gaia, we need to know her. We need to know her intelligence because that's our intelligence as well. Mm. And to arrive to creating the condition, creating the soil, creating the, the context for this to rise and, and for us to have enough silence, enough space inside inside of ourselves to receive that is, uh, is, is the work we're, we're, we're all doing for mm. the moment. Mm. And, and and it's 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 a wonderful thing and and because of that i feel that with that comes incredible joy yes. and deep trust yes. deep trust in life yeah. and uh and a playfulness and playfulness and humor and yeah. uh, reverence any reverence and all 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 together yes um, yeah yeah i really feel that <clears throat> I really feel a sense of calm in my body as you're speaking. And I love listening to you, you know, and uh, feeling you as an elder that I have a lot of love and appreciation for. And it's so, for me, what you've, what you've done today clarified something for me as well, because I do, I do circle work, as you know, and have done for a long time. And, and it happened yesterday just on a call, actually. We created a circle just online with audio, something that I, I do weekly. And that vortex, that portal that you're saying um, was even opened on that audio circle with the intention of coming together in circle to share. And just from everybody sharing, a deeper, a deeper wisdom comes through, a deeper communication comes through. And it is that, it's, I know I always say it, but simplicity is divinity. But 
as I've heard Richard Rudd say, uh, somebody who I love listening to, I mentioned him to you the other day, but, you know, he's like, we, like, we complicate everything. We've made everything so complicated. It's like, mm. it's, it's actually looking at us and saying it's simple. Like, you know, mm-hmm. pause for a moment, breathe, relax. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm receiving from you in, in that. And, but at the same time, with that greater awareness of that when we are in devotion to that, in service to that, that's where the, the, the trust, the joy, the playfulness arises from, which is Buddha, again, a Buddha, mm. Buddha mind. So, amazing. So we have a few moments. Is there just, yeah, I'm just summarising, of course, what you just shared, but is there any, any final words before we close? I mean, I know we could talk for hours, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, just any final words or any, any little, yeah, message or... So I would say we are, as we are, we are rising in, inside this new culture that um, is, is being awakened within ourselves and we are growing the trust and, 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 and um, the, the ambition to, to transform. Um, there are places where we can meet all of us on this planet and these places, I say they're the old places. They are the places of the solstice and the equinox. They're the places where we have to walk in ceremony together and be in these times. These are good times to be with fire and with water and with the earth. And these are, these are places where when we are a lot of us doing that at the same time, it really has an impact on, the, on life mm. and, and on, on earth. And these are the times where where let's congregate, let's give ourselves the time to, uh, to be in silence, to be in harvesting of the medicine, to be, to be, to be in deep listening. So I encourage all of us to uh, take the, those, those dates of the solstice and the equinox to be together and to... Um, to really refine and be ready to be uh, initiated mm. during this time. Because they are, they are truly places of initiation. They've always been and they will always be. Mm. Mm, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, and just, I'm, I'm going to just add, just come together in circle as much as possible as well, no? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and, and and there's a lot popping now. There's a lot popping. There's a lot of circles popping around everywhere. You know, circles of coming together to celebrate life, whether it be new moon, full moon. You know, you don't. We don't even need a reason to come together in circle, mm-hmm. do we? I, ultimately, I, I like to see that I live my life in circle, like uh, in the way that we show up. It can be in a small group if there's three of you in a house living together. You know, once a week come together, create a little intention. Share whatever's on your on your heart. Share what's going on inside of you. You know, hold. You know, make it a priority to come together to just, as uh, Miguel said, to deeply listen, to just feel that support of the portal of the circle, the vortex of the circle, because that's there for you. It's a it's a technology that's there for you. That's right, and you can you can bring water and fire in the circle. Yes, and as you start the circle, call in the spirits. 
calling the spirits of the of the fire and calling the the spirit of water ask for their presence ask for their wisdom for their support for their light for the for their power of transformation and for 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 us to be to be drinking their wisdom it's really important because this these are what we're made of and uh let's i would say become less human become less more earth yeah yeah listen to the elements become elemental yeah we are elementals i love that mm ah thank you so much miguel thank you for taking time today um thank i know you, Simon. i know you have a, a, a retreat happening just uh, t- tomorrow some people start coming so i know there's a lot happening and i'm yeah i'm just blessed to be with you again and to be on your land and to feel welcomed and uh and yesterday i was cold and last night miguel gave me a big king i called it a king's blanket and last night i slept amazingly so thank you for your love your care and and for all that you're doing here as an example of what's possible and all that you're involved in in the alliances and the other projects it's a real inspiration for me mm. as i explore where i may land and and continue to share my gifts so thank you for that inspiration thank you simon for bringing the voices to the world and uh being who you are and, and so easy to be with you and such a joy and uh, i hope we get to see each other a lot more and i'm very excited that you want to come and live in portugal and create this culture mm. create this culture with us it's <laughs> wonderful mm. Ah, thank you all for listening and tuning in to another podcast. I feel super nourished and nurtured from this, and thank you if you've been inspired and you've given us your time and presence in this little circle with me today and whoever's listening around the world. I'd love it if you could share it on, pass it on. You know, that's that's the greatest gift we can do. Actually, is is sharing on that which inspires us to those close to us, and sending you all a beautiful. Warm embrace from this beautiful land, Gravito. Have a magnificent day. Remember, you are it. You are it. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another episode of Simon Transparently. This podcast is a call to action, a call into sovereignty, a call to speak our truth and love ourselves fiercely, and for us all to rise up together as love. If you are resonating with my offerings, you can support me by becoming a patron, for which I would be deeply grateful, and you can access more of my content at simontransparently.com. You can also join our online community at thebelovetribe.com. This is where we get to be a little bit more intimate, share our gifts and practice what it means to be love. This is our time to 